beautiful friend. Welcome back to another episode of The Whole Voice. My name is Allie Tyler, and this show is designed to bring a little more consciousness, courage, and creativity into your everyday life. I am super excited about today's episode because I'm going to be sharing a personal story, but I hope that this story will inspire a broader conversation around how you can attract and manifest abundance into your own life. So if you don't know about how manifesting works already, it's pretty simple. Here's what you need to know. What you think and feel is what you attract, period. (laughs) That's really all it is. So if we're talking about money, for example, if you want more money in your life, you want to align your mindset and your emotions with already having the money. This is really important. You want to kind of act as if you already have it. So if we want to think about it in even like a step-by-step format, step one would be to ask exactly for what it is that you want. So if it's money, maybe it's a numerical value, but again, it can be whatever it is that you desire. Then step two is you gotta believe, and I mean 100% believe, that it is already coming. Step three is that you're gonna live in the energy of that abundance. You're going to feel like you already have it because a rule of life is that like attracts Like, there is no such thing as repelling when it comes to the universal law. Everything is included. It is an all-inclusive experience. So, whatever it is that you're thinking and feeling, you are going to attract just that. So if you have thoughts like, I wish I had money, or that income goal feels pretty lofty, or I'm not sure if I'm capable enough of making that much money, Can you feel the energy in those thoughts? Can you guess what's going to happen from the energy of those thoughts? (laughs) You are going to attract that energy of scarcity because that is the underlying belief of those thoughts. And don't feel bad. We all have thoughts like that. It's really important. In fact, the most important thing to do if you want to attract abundance is to become supremely conscious of the thoughts that you have so that you can shift them. And what's really difficult about this, it's not necessarily difficult, but what's really um, the conscious challenge, shall we say, is that you have to become aware of the belief systems that initiate these thoughts in the first place. I mean, really think about this for a second. We have our thoughts and we have a lot of thoughts. I think that there's this crazy stat actually that says that humans have around 15 to 20,000 thoughts a day, that 80% of those thoughts are negative, and that 95% of those thoughts are repeated. Oh my gosh. So we have all kinds of thoughts that are on auto drive that we don't even realize that we're having. So we have to become insanely conscious of our thoughts. And then we have to ask ourselves, what is the thought behind that thought? Where did this thought come from? Why am I having this thought in the first place? So let me give you a personal example of how this has shown up in my life. I grew up without 
very much money at all. My parents are both musicians, and so we really struggled with money my entire life. They were taking every gig and every paycheck and every student. We struggled to pay our bills. Going out to eat was like a really big deal in our family. And of course, that experience absolutely programmed thoughts into my mind about my relationship with money in general. Now, I'll tell you, when I got into my adult years, and especially when I started dating my husband, who Ty, my husband, he just has a completely different experience with money. He loves money. (laughs) The guy loves money. He loves making money. He's really good at making money. He's always had money. Like We just had such contrasting experiences that it really illuminated my own relationship with money and particularly these negative thoughts that I had about it. The thoughts that I realized that I was having was that money is complicated. It's difficult to manage. I really hated looking at my bank account. In fact, I would cry a lot of the time. I thought money was really complex and that I wasn't smart enough to understand it. And I just, yeah, I just thought it was like super complicated and that it was this big, huge web that I just would never understand. Another thought that I had that's super interesting that maybe you resonate with this is that money doesn't bring you happiness. Now that's an interesting one because I'm an artist, so if you're an artist or you're someone who lives paycheck to paycheck, you may feel the same way. I feel as though this actually is a coping mechanism to help us with the fact that we don't make a lot of money. (laughs) So we'll tell ourselves things like money is selfish or money is greedy or yeah, 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 money doesn't bring you happiness. It's the art. The art is what is the most important. That is what brings you happiness. And that's not necessarily a bad thing or untrue. It's just interesting because it might end up limiting your own capacity to make more money. The biggest limiting belief that I had and still consciously have to work through every now and again is that you have to work hard in order to make lots of money. And in particular, as a musician, musicians need to work extra hard to make money. Now, I have learned and it took me a long time to learn this, that this is not true. (laughs) We don't need to take every single gig and every paycheck and opportunity and student and just like live this crazy life in order to even make ends meet. Again, that energy comes from scarcity. And it took me years, I'm talking years, to even recognize that thought and that belief, let alone be able to shift it. And what's super interesting now is that my sort of mirror for myself is my bank account. So anytime that my bank account dips low or lower than I want it to, it is a reflection of my own thoughts. Because here's the big life lesson here, and listen very closely to this. Your external world is a reflection of your internal world. So important. So I really hope that you're hearing that, that your reality, what your external world looks like right now, is a reflection of what is going on on the inside of your thoughts and your feelings. So as a business owner, and I've been running my own business for many years now, of course I've had failed launches and projects and those typical things that all entrepreneurs go through, but I realized recently that I had had these limiting beliefs specifically around 
launches. I had decided, I don't know when I decided this, but I decided that I hated launches. I would make big things a really small deal. So if I ever launched my website or a new course or a new project, I wouldn't tell anybody about it. I just like kept it to myself, even though I worked really hard on it. And I would even do crazy things like undershoot my own goals. So if I had goals for myself, I wouldn't make them really big. I certainly wouldn't like attach to them. And the reason why I realized is because I was afraid of disappointing myself. I was afraid of that shame. I was afraid of setting expectations and not meeting them. And so therefore, I just kept everything really comfortable. I was afraid of challenging myself. This was a huge aha moment for me at the very end of this past year of 2020. And it's a crazy experience because, you know, it's December and we're about to embark into 2021. I'm sitting in the bathtub because that's apparently where I get all of my aha moments these days. And I realized that I have this big, crazy dream in my heart that I have had for many years And I've actually been really afraid of bringing it to life because it felt like a huge commitment. But I decided in that moment when I was recognizing all these thoughts and these limiting beliefs that I was having around launches that I was going to commit to it. I was going to bring this idea to life. And more importantly, I was going to serve it to as many people as possible. So I did. I put together the idea in just a couple of weeks. I launched it for the world to see with the intention of serving as many people as possible. And it was the best launch of my life. It was so crazy. It still blows my mind just thinking about it. And I truly think it's because of the way that I decided to approach this launch differently. And so I'm going to share the three things that I did. And whether or not you're a business owner or not, it doesn't even matter because these things can be applied in any type of way that you want if you want to practice attracting abundance into your own life. So here's what I did. Number one, I created core desired feelings around how I wanted to feel during this experience. So those feelings were joy, creativity, and giving. I don't know if giving is necessarily a feeling, but you know that feeling that you get from giving. That's what I was going for. And the reason that we want to feel how we want to feel first is this helps us shift out of old negative beliefs so that we can come into a better alignment with what it is that we most desire. So what I did personally is I would write these down every week in my planner. I would meditate on them every morning. And then I would go about my day reminding myself of those feelings. So I would go on a walk and I would be counting my blessings and feeling so much gratitude and immense joy and excitement for going through this entire launch process. And here's the big kicker here. I decided to fully surrender and accept the fact that it might be a failed launch and that was totally okay with me. That's something that's really important in this whole manifesting process is that it may not turn out how you want it to, but that is okay. You're not going to let those negative thoughts come up. Oh no, I don't know if it's going to work and I'm, I'm afraid of doing this. Those thoughts were just not allowed to even come into my brain anymore because I was just totally fine with it. I was like, oh well, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I'm just going to commit to feeling this joy and this creativity and this feeling of excitement over giving and serving in a big, powerful way. So that was the first thing I did was creating my core desired feelings. 
The second thing that I did is that I believed wholeheartedly in what it was that I was creating, why I was doing it, and the success that it would bring to both myself and to other people. So the biggest thing is that I prioritized serving rather than receiving. We all have to remember that giving is receiving, right? If you want anything in your life, then you want to think about giving and then you will absolutely receive in return. So I would imagine what it would look like for these voice teachers and these people to experience what it was that I was giving them and how it would benefit their life. That was like the number one priority that I continued to imagine. And I would change my language from saying things like, I hope, I hope people sign up for this. I hope that this is going to work to, I know, I know this is going to work. I know what it is that I have to offer. I know people are going to sign up for this because I know how much it is going to change their life. Big thing there. So really, really embodying that 100% belief in yourself and the experience. Number three, I celebrated every single win. (laughs) That was really fun. I love celebrating in general. So my goal was that I really wanted 20 people to sign up for it. So when I reached my first goal of getting 20 people, my husband and I got takeout sushi and it was super fun. And I was eating every bite just like, yes, I did it. I can't believe I did it. This is so awesome. And then I reached 30 people and it was like, oh my gosh, got to celebrate again. So I splurged on an oven pizza, which is a big splurge for me, and having a movie night to myself. Then when I reached 40 people, we decided to go hiking in the mountains, my husband and I. Then when I reached 50 people, we, this is what we're doing tonight actually, we're going out for sushi. We're going to like go to a restaurant, we're going to sit outside and do that whole social distancing thing, and then later tonight I'll take a bubble bath. So I celebrated every single win, and I truly think that that helped bring in more and more people because, again, it was in this energy of joy and excitement and gratitude, and anything that you're feeling is what you're going to attract more of. So all of this to say that when you want to attract abundance in your life, my friend, the biggest things to remember are to embody how it feels to already live in the abundance to believe in what it is that you are doing and notice those subconscious or programmed thoughts that don't support those beliefs, to celebrate every step of the way so that you're constantly living and embodying that feeling of joy and excitement, and most importantly, to accept the journey as it is. Don't put pressure on it. Don't have any expectations around it. Don't start thinking negatively and wondering if it's going to happen. Just accept that it may not happen on your own timeline and that is totally okay. In fact, you're not even thinking about that part because you are just fully committed to embodying and feeling the feelings that you want to attract in. I promise you that this works. And I promise if you continue to practice this in your everyday life, you are going to be floored with the abundance that you attract. It's really a beautiful experience. 
I hope that this was helpful for you. I am excited to hear about what you want to manifest in your life. So please do let me know. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to like and subscribe and leave a review and pass it along to any of your friends or family that may resonate with this episode as well. It is always such a pleasure to chat with you and to share these experiences with you and for all of us to continue practicing being more conscious and creative and courageous in our everyday lives.